Ravnica, Dogs in the Guild Pact, Season 1, Episode 2. I am Ian, our referee, and to my left we have... Uh, Peter playing Aegis, whose Boros Legion Demir tank. Wow, Peter, that's, is that your first attempt? Okay. I'm playing <laughs> Kuro Kagamaro, a enforcer for the Orzov Syndicate. I'm Nicole playing Gato of the Cult of Rakdos. Okay. Um, so, last we left off, you guys had finished up a gruel attack on the Undercity. Uh, you learnt the sergeant, your sergeant of your little area, he, you're broken into teams of... We're back. So, the sergeant, who is in charge of you three, your team, as well as a few other teams in this office area. He is a Luxodon. His name is Vogus. Uh, he's known around the office as kind of a sweetheart. He's just a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. Often find him with a nose in a book, just reading things. He's full of random tidbits of knowledge and just fun facts. He's just... His nose in a book, just like his John tongue, just like, he's like, oh, I can't... Okay. I bigger books. <laughs> it is quite funny seeing him reading small books, uh, as he is fairly large, being a lexicon. Um, yeah, he says to you all, "Good job on that gruel case. We have learnt that it is a merfolk responsible for sending those uh, men there." And he appears, uh, they've described him wearing a bronze mask of a screaming man. It's like, it looks like a screaming man mask. Uh, yeah, beyond that, they don't seem to have any more intel on this merfolk. We have other teams looking into it. Thank you for your hard work. Huh. Do you figure it's, uh... I think they're called Simic. Could be a Simic. Um, they're like mer people. Yes, yes. Uh, there are merfolk in other guilds too, but we are reaching out to the Simic as they are. They might know of someone, and we are reaching out to a few of the crafters to see if anyone has m made or knows of anyone who's made this bronze mask. Or masks of that like. Mm. Uh, yes, we are following up on quite a number of leads. Cool. And we have another job for you three. A uh, little bit different this time. Less physical, hopefully. Give you a break, because we don't want to overwork our employees here. We got to look after you. Um, let me, let me let me know if you need anything. Need, need a day off here or there. I'll put in a good word. Oh, um, barely broke a sweat last time. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yep, yep. Teams of three helps stronger. Big scenarios. We can use more people, but it seems to be good. We don't let people go off alone anymore. That never seemed to work. I didn't <laughs> like it. It was so lonely. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, we have um, 
tell of some is it members are smuggling in some aether. A what? Aether. It's liquid aether. magic. Aether. Aether. It's so liquid magic. Impediment. I was clarifying. <laughs> you know. No. I'm sure I'm sure you rack those you you know all about ether. Ether in the world can be used for many things. It is literally liquid magic. If you throw it, it does a random, depending upon the potency of like, the vial of liquid ether, it's, you know, anything can happen from it causes an explosion, to nothing happens, to flowers grow, to the wall turns into a tomato, to, you know, the wall turns into a bird, all <laughs> sorts, like, Anything. It's used to make drugs. It's used to make explosive. It's used. It's it's a MacGuffin device, um, and it ranges in potency from really weak ether is literally um, an aetherborn's blood is really weak diluted aether to super strong pure aether, which one vial does almost anything you want it to do if refined properly. Who are the Izzet again? The Izzet are the like steampunky technical guys who build things. So they do deal with ether a lot um, in the fact that they use it to power their machines. They use it to uh, create new machines, all sorts of things. Um, you, again, as characters in this world, you know that it is heavily regulated and you can buy it from stores in diluted amounts. And if you have the right permits, you can buy it in better and better quantities. Because again, it can be used for almost anything. Um, however, you know that as um, Vogus is saying, it tends to be smuggled in a lot of places in higher, more concentrated quantities. And yeah. We're the police. <laughs> um, yeah. We're the police. So Vogus gives you the address of an area where uh, the intel has said that some smugglers have been seen around with large boxes, and he assumes it's high concentrated aether. Oh, so this is just an assumption. Yes. Could be not, anything. It could be anything. They assume it's aether, as that's the most common thing to smuggle around. But well, could be bust some crates open. Yeah. Well, Wouldn't that like be gentle. a really bad idea? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's well, like that entire district is fucked now. Thanks. <laughs> well, don't smash it. Just open. Crack it open. There we go. <laughs> Time to gently lift the lid on this crate. <laughs> Time for a warehouse raid. Alright. Uh, do we want to walk in all sneaky-like? Or just like smash into the joint? Well, we could case the joint first, all sneaky-like, and proceed from there. Okay. I'm not super great at sneaking. I mean, I'm not terrible at it. Yeah. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> Take some wool. 
Okay then, let's go. Mm. We go follow the lead. Okay, you guys uh, leave the main building. You walk through the streets for a while and find yourself at semi-abandoned part of town. Like it's run down. There's not a lot of people milling about here. Okay. So we're looking for smugglers, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna get a page on my message soon. Okay. Well, one second. I know someone in the area we can talk to. Okay. I'll start walking in a direction, expecting you to follow. I mean, we know where their warehouse is. You don't want information beforehand? Well, let's see what Kuro has. Alright. I'll head over to a bar. Okay. Uh, so I know the area, uh, probably an unaligned guildsman guy. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just kind of the local information monger. Yep, yep. Uh, you show up at the bar. You see him sitting at a table. He's a goblin. Yep, okay. Ah, there's a goblin sitting at a table. He's a little portly. A little. He's grown a little since you've last seen him. Yeah. He seems to be getting comfortable as he... He has his thumb on this area a little better than maybe he should, so he's he's growing comfortable in his stance here. Hey, he's growing father complacent. Hello. I got your page. Yes. Uh, it seems you are investigating my neck of the woods. I would seem that. Sit down next to him. I don't introduce you to because you know, that's how I roll. Very will take care of that. I'm not your goddamn butler. He, the goblin turns to look at the two of you. We'll work, buddies. I Riker maneuver into a chair again. <laughs> Just nods. So, what brings you? We want to know about aether smuggling in the area. There's a few uh, goblins other goblins and they they've been working on something not quite sure what it is but they're they're causing not enough of a ruckus you know when goblins start working we uh things start blowing up noises are made fires are started it's typical construction in the izzard industry if you say so. But these guys, it's all very hush-hush. And I don't like that way of doing business. You can't see the chaos out in the open. It doesn't bode well for people. <laughs> I looked at you two, look back at him. Anything about a warehouse sound familiar? Yeah, just down the way here. Um, there's... Only ever one guard on the door. Uh, his name's Was. He's a um, odd little goblin, but decent guardsman. Uh, Daxor is the leader of that group, though. He'll be in inside the building. Do you two got any questions? Uh, 
How trigger happy are they? That's a good one. Hmm. Um. Not very. They're not known for their violence. They're mostly just a bunch of mechanics and what Daxor is an engineer. But they're not. They might get a little rowdy, but they don't ever start no fights around here. Hey. All right, uh. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what to say to these guys. Well, this guy. Hmm. I guess we'll go in and take care of the problem then. Yeah. All right, I'll get up. Hmm. Oh, I should say, be careful of what, or not, sorry, of Daxor. He's a weird. A weird or is he weird? He's a weird. It's a race. Uh, uh, weirds are an inhuman race of. It's think of an Aetherborn, but broken out of their shell, more or less. Kind of like an elemental. Yeah, they're almost an elementally sort of race. Maybe that's why they need the ether. Maybe, I don't know, something, something, he's sick and needs it to not die. What do you know? Um, could be. I know weirds tend to run on ether, but shouldn't need that high level of concentrate. But who knows? Who knows? They could be, as I said, I, I think they're building something from what I've seen. Hmm. Super curious. Hmm. So, in Ravnica, are weirds fine? Are they legal? Are there like sorts of weird abominations? No, they're totally, they're, 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 okay. they're, they're common. Okay. I, I shouldn't say common, but they are yeah. a race and they're, they're just, they're, they're weird. They're a weird race. Like, yeah. they don't always have fully humanoid forms. They don't fully uh, okay. have shape. But no, they're they're completely legal races of creatures that wander and walk around. It'd be pretty fucked up if they were illegal for existing. I mean, it could be like, oh, like some sort of Aetherborns break themselves and achieve more power, and then they like siphon more Aether into themselves to like fuel themselves on, you know. <laughs> Like, you know, a litre or something like that. That's fair. Dubious legality at times. But, no, they're fine, that's fine. Yep. Okay. Uh, huh. I'll throw a picture in the Discord here. Yeah. Alright. So. I'll get up and I'll leave. Okay. What's this goblin bitch's name? Uh, this guy? Yeah. Your contact? Um, you can call him... Oh, that's a good goblin name. Pause for a sec. Yeah, sure. Oh my god. <laughs> We're back. Yeah, the goblin's name is Plauk. Plauk? Plauk. P-L-A-L-K. Okay. Plauk. That's Plauk. in notes, right? Nicole's putting it in her notes. Uh... I'll put it in notes, too. Good, good, good. 
Okay. Um, yeah. You guys leave the bar. That's all. That's all. Very goblin-y It's hard to <laughs> say without... Clock. Yeah. I was leaving the bar. Come with the other name. Alright. <laughs> we should go then, right? Yes. So we just go into the front door, say we're the authority, and demand their papers. Is that how we do it? Oh, should we? I mean, I'm all for crashing into the place. Maybe, uh... Yeah. We don't really know what we're walking into, but, you know, we're all born to die. Well, worst case scenario would be a giant explosion would probably take half of this district, but... It'd be pretty funny. I suppose it would be. I mean, not for us and not for many people, but in the bigger scope of things. Okay, so we walk to the front door of the warehouse. Uh, you see a goblin holding a... Or, sorry, you see a goblin sitting there, just on a chair. Seems to be playing solitaire in front of himself. Uh, you notice a massive uh, tower shield on his like strapped to his back um yeah this is was all right hey you said we we're gonna just walk right in right yep that's what we just okay hey he puts his cards down yes you need to leave <clears throat> he stands up kind of moves his little card table off to no, one no, side no, no. keep that in front of you it down. Why do I need to leave? Because we're gonna go and bust that place. I take out my deck of cards. Bust it for what? We haven't done anything wrong. And who are you? You haven't shown me any badges. You haven't I'll, shown using the <laughs> the dorsal of my hand gesture under to my uh, uh, um, Orzov Orzov pin. And to probably some sort of pin just nearby that also says that I'm police. But capital League pin. I'm the authorities, which means no one has any rights if I say they don't. And everyone's a criminal. Just kind of looks at you. And he goes... I mean, it's nice that other people admit that that's how they work. <laughs> well then, right? <laughs> and he kind of looks... He bangs... Uh, 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 uh. Before he starts doing that? Yeah. Deck of cards. Yes. We're going to play for it. Very well. <laughs> Just, uh, he oh, moves the card table you over. You game with Gwent, guys. You guys didn't bring your Gwent decks? You're not going to play two-headed giant? No, I brought my round deck. Uh, yeah, and he starts shuffling some cards. And we're going to have a conflict. Aw, oh, man. Non-violent, non-physical, dickheads. Time to get all those advancements. You want to pause while we roll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, how do we determine who um, goes first? Initiative, so he goes first. Alright. So, he's going to play a card and hit you with a 10. Oh. <laughs> Alright. 
so yeah, he can't attack in his first phase unless he's running a haste deck, is he? No. Okay, perfect. So he's probably setting stuff up, and if I counter it, I'll drop some land, drop a gem hide sliver, and then I can use the gem, and then I can start prepping my mana gain early and show that I'm running a sliver deck. Ooh. So it's like gem hide sliver, land, mana. I have some freeze costless artifacts like Ornithopter that I also just drop onto the field. Okay, okay. Well played. Are you countering? Um, I'm going to throw a three at him. And in the next phase of the game, I'm going to draw, use the Gemite Sliver, and that Sliver lets you pull from your deck to launder out a few more onto the field and get more mana up. So I'm a couple okay. turns ahead of him. Okay, okay. He um, has to be a three. He has to be the three? Yeah. He will just match it. Oh, his... right, right, right. When you match, you keep it for your next Yeah. Turn. Do you want to take that back? Yeah. So instead, I'll throw a six at him. He can still match it with his eight. Then he doesn't have his eight? No, he, he has a single it. eight. But it's it'll force eight. him to use it the turn he keeps it. No. It yeah. says you you have to, it says you can oh, use you have to use Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Um. It could okay. be. It could have been interpreted. Yeah. So you're you're hitting me with seven, six, six. Yeah. Uh Yeah, he'll do that. He'll use his eight to counter, and you see him. Um, he'll play Force of Will, showing a blue, which um counters your gem hide sliver, so you can't pull it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he counters it, and then uh, using his 8, uh, he'll use a 12, and he'll start dropping some artifact equipment. Oh, shit. 9. Alright, I'll blow all my dice. 7, 8. Nine, uh, that's, so that's 12, yeah. You just Four consequences. And I will... Um, is he using multiples of one card? Yeah. I'll use land to throw an extra paint and wipe him out of his deck. Ooh, okay. Yeah, time spiral, baby. Um. Okay. All right, so we've got a few faces. This isn't like yeah. turn turn. This is like you know. Yeah, yeah, no. This we're is, taking this damage is, and stuff. Yeah, the 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 game has gone. Okay, well I'm out of dice, so I need to escalate. So um, <laughs> I'll like just be like, mm, this game is going not going my way. It's time to make things a little more interesting. And I'll uh, take a bottle of fuel out of my pocket and pour it all around us and light it on fire. So now it's a ring of fire creeping in towards us. So the longer it takes for us to make a decision about a turn, the closer we are to burning to death. <laughs> I am estimating this to a physical combat. <laughs> well done. But not violence, just yeah, yeah. physical, physical non-violent. Non-violent. Yeah, yeah. Now we're going to burn to death. <laughs> okay. Because that's how I roll. <laughs> uh, which means I get to throw my body in. Alright, and I'm also going to do a few other things while I do that. Like, while I'm doing it, I'm also going to rip my shirt off. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you're dealing with an enforcer of off. We never go down half-assed. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I'll put on my... I'll be like... Yeah. Burning determination. Nice, nice. Just getting ready. He's just kind of staring at you, still 
shuffling his cards a little bit, like, <laughs> like uh-oh. Uh, looking at the other two of you as you, you, you guys just watch this weird battle of cards and Yeah, I, fire. Start, I start laughing when he lights everything on fire. <laughs> That's awesome. Alright. Alright. Alright, I'm battle armor going. Okay. My biceps are all like... Uh, you went into physical, so he will also roll... Uh, he can add his body. I mean, if he wants to go to physical, he can. He will. If he wants to take it to that place. <sighs> so, yeah, uh, seeing you go crazy, he goes, okay, I'm in this. And he, he just sits down and he kind of pulls that <laughs> tower shield a little closer to him. Uh using it to guard his back from the fire. So, All right, so I think it's my raise because yeah. I defended last, right? Yep, yeah, you raise. Okay, uh, well then I'll just open this. There we go. Oh, Jesus Christ, he has dice. <laughs> he used Feel his tower shield. Feel free to aim shield. me whenever. He used his tower shield. <laughs> All right, I'll throw 14 at him. Okay. As I'll take out, as after I do all that, I'll do my play of starting a ludicrous uh, side deck of using Kolfenor's plans, which is that thing where you start to dump your deck into the out of bound zone, and the out of bound zone becomes your hand. Okay. Um, all sorts of black mana. Magic. Would you you hit him with a fourteen? Yeah. Holy crap. Um. Okay, he's gonna take a hit on that. Hmm. Uh, and this is. Physical and D6. yeah, D six. So there we go. Um, yeah, he'll take a hit on that as you can as his life points go down. He starts to scramble through his hand <laughs> looking for some cards. Fire getting closer to us. He uh, he'll play a creature and equip some of his equipment to it. Table and cracking as I swing for it. a big hit, uh, hitting you with an eleven. Peter's coming on in. I, <laughs> I mean, shoot him. You said that you wanted help. Oh, Christ, right? I need help so bad. <laughs> He's oh. swinging 11 at you. All right, I got 11 coming at me. Okay, um, so I guess Eater's going to, you know, see that, you know, his buddy's here going down in flames, step in with you know, a non-physical, non-violent approach of him being also sneaky, and, you know, Pockets, you know, a good card from his from the opponent's deck, so oh, he'll okay. be able to play it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so if it's eleven coming, then I'm going to burn three more of my dice to do an eleven. Okay. So I can get my consequences. Are you defending for me? Yes. Thank you. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I think I think it's technically going even one die though. So let's double check that. Because there are rules for aiding. Yeah. It's a Magic the Gathering game. <laughs> In a Magic the Gathering game. Right? We're so meta. Uh, okay, I guess we should pause while we're looking this up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Alright, you're gonna join me and die to me? Yes, I'm going to give you my six. So have it. So you, you pocket one of his cards. Yeah. Alright. Pocket it into your deck. I'll throw out one of my fives. Okay. And uh, that means it's just neutral. Yep. Yep. Then it's your raise. All right. 
Okay, as we're getting closer to the end, I feel, uh, I'm going to hit him as hard as I can with a 12 as I pull out the Sliver Overlord. And with all the different, like, artifact yeah. slivers I have and stuff, I've wandered through gem hide powers and that other... There's a second sliver that gives you mana as well. So you can actually double up and have, like, eight mana on the field. So every sliver gives two mana when you tap or whatever. And just drop the Overlord and start token generating, because he has haste, obviously. Yep. Yep. Okay. Can you truly match the power of Orzov Syndicate? Um... Twelve. Yeah, twelve. Uh, he did I twelve already, Peter. Did you see that happen? Uh, you have not. Okay, good. Good. I don't want to. Um, twelve. Holy smokes! So that's that. Uh, no, wait, no. Let's not do that one. Let's do three, six, ten, twelve. You have to do four dice there. So there we go. Um, he. Takes a bunch of hits from that, and he's gonna go, hey, hey, I see the two of you. I see both of you. You back off. This is a 1v1 game. And he's gonna swing again with his big, beefy creature who's got all these artifacts on him. Uh, and he's gonna throw a seven at both of you. Me? No, no, both of them. Okay, Because like... he, he sees yeah. Aegis uh... slowly moving up. I'll let him, uh, like, I'll use my creatures to let them defend on mass so they all start dying off. Yeah. I won't even regenerate them. I'll leave my mana completely untapped. Okay. Okay. I'll match his seven, say, no, no, we're here together. We're a team. And... We're go. officers of the law. We always have each other's back. Yeah. No matter what one of us does. You want to finish him up? Oh, is that... Is that a thing? And then I'll reveal, you spent so much time worrying about your creatures and my overrun, you didn't pay attention to me giving you poison counters. And I'll hit him with six. Nice. And win the game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna basically go, fine. You may enter. GG. Well, he shakes his hand. He's uh, he, some of the fire. Yeah, he's, he uses his tower shield to pat oh, it down. You have to sneak in on them. Oh. Yes, if sorry. Alright, I'll get up, get my collect my sideboard, put that all away. Oh, what con consequence did you have? Oh, I took four dice, 44 worth of consequence. I gotta handle all that. No, 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 no. What consequence did you have from previous? Oh, I wasn't as strong. Oh, because right. this is the next conflict. Yeah, so, so it's now been wiped away. It's wiped away. <laughs> I'm drunk with power. So, you guys both roll your consequences. Because it might have relevance in this next fight. Uh, I got a max eight. But I also got a one, so I got an advance. Oh, there you go. I got a two ones and a four. So, so minor. Five. So each of you take a growth. Yep. Uh, pause for a sec. Yeah. My permanent loss is, like, I, I'm not fast enough to put the fires out, so, like, my cards get stitched. I'm like, oh, these aren't street legal anymore. I'll just throw them in the trash. It's fair. I guess I'll lower my legion training for this for this counter. round yeah and what did you raise um, i'm thinking about it you raise your sneakiness because you use that all right um, will be universally applicable to many things <laughs> universally applicable every piece wow of how to game the game 
I guess I'll get a new trait that I'm uh, maybe intimidating. Okay. Creating a 1d6 trait. Alright, that was good. Conflict. Well done. Well done. XP. And it detents the, the cap. For, for dice type. Yeah, yeah. Are they? Yep, yep. Yep, D10s are the max. In certain modified games, it could potentially go up to D12, but by default, it doesn't. No. Alright, we're gonna be able to sneak in without the guard raising an alarm. Do you need constant validation? <laughs> the Screamer Pillar? What? It's a Simpsons reference. The Screamer Pillar is a endangered caterpillar they find it in their backyard and Homer wants to kill it, but instead their backyard becomes a nature preserve. And they learn fun facts about the Screamer Pillar. It's a big red caterpillar that always screams and cries. And they're going through it. Like, the Screamer Pillar needs constant validation or it will die. It is also sexually attracted to fire. <laughs> well. And Homer kills it and buries it. Makes sense. It's better this way, or I will want Yeah. Okay. Okay, it's your pause. Okay, we're back. Um, yeah, you guys open the door and sneak in. Mm -hmm. There we go. Okay, uh, opening the door, it's a large warehouse-like building um, with a balcony overlooking the main floor. Um, you see piled up in one side is some shelves with a bunch of different crates and boxes and all sorts of things. And working in the main floor, you see uh, two goblins and a human. Uh, one of the goblins has a bunch of things strapped to him and the human and other goblin seem to be working on it. It looks almost like a big power suit of sorts. And, but it looks much too big for this goblin. It's like this goblin's like trying to fit in it and trying to finagle, like while he's inside, he's helping them test things, but it it's too big and it keeps like pinching him or moving him in weird ways. And he's, he's definitely getting injured inside this thing. Because it's not, it's not designed for him. Mm. Clearly. Mm. <laughs> okay, so should we just talk with them? Use it a word magic? <laughs> right? Uh. I don't know, you two can... You know, I, I just led the last scene. What about you two? Are there any of the boxes that are open so we confirm the goods? Uh, none of the boxes are open that you can see. Hmm. You do see some vials oh. beside the people where they're working, but you have no way of knowing exactly what's in it, or if it is a ether, 
you don't know how potent it is, like whether it's yeah, registered or not. Or... Okay, I guess we'll just go in towards them. This is the capital elite. I need to go and see your permits. The uh, human and goblin working on this uh, mecha suit stop and they're what? What's going on? How, how did you get in here? How the goblin inside the, the suit like door. starts flailing and turning and twisting him. Uh, well, boss, boss. Um. So much for sneaking in. <laughs> Was Hale going to sneak in? No, we just said we were going to walk in, so... Yeah? We're um, following the plan. You see from up above the balcony, a door opens, and this weird walks out, or kind of, like, flows out. They don't really walk. They're... Yeah. Their body being almost liquid-like uh, energy, and in a humanoid shape, covered in mechanical and odd, almost steampunk-esque devices all over his body. Uh, he walks down, or he jumps off the balcony and just kind of glides down to land beside the two workers, or the three workers. Two workers and the guy inside the suit. Um, and he says, what seems to be the problem here, officers? Well, we're here to investigate, you know, a potential... Uh, Illegal activity. We need to, you know, check your goods, check your permits, see what everything adds up. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, please feel free to look around. Okay. Let's well, start opening boxes. Yeah, let's start opening them. Okay, you guys start opening boxes and yeah. he, he starts handing out some permits. Looks like everything's pretty much pretty good. Yeah. Um, Is there like a back room and stuff? Uh, yeah, like looking around, you guys, you're cops, you're investigative. Yeah. You looking around, you start like kind of tapping on some of the boxes to see if there's false bottoms or stuff and different things. And you notice one of the shelves is a little thicker. And you kind of nudge it and it pops open. And there's a shelf full of... Um, High uh, potency ether in there. Ether. Whatever. Hmm. Can yeah. I pocket some of this without people noticing. Are you sneaky? Um. <laughs> I mean, the system doesn't really have a thing to stop me from saying yes, you can. <laughs> so yes, you can if you want to. So we stuck in pockets. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I don't really care if, like, the criminals see it, like, I kind of do, but I more care if, like, these guys see it. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, cops. if you want, <laughs> I guess you could say you start a conflict, and, uh, what would it be? It would be a conflict, non-physical, it would be non-physical, non-violent, and then you can roll that, and I'll have them to roll non-physical, non-violent, and any kind of if they have anything that allows them to listen or hear, are we rolling to see if she does something wrong? Yeah, I don't want. I choose to fail. You choose to fail. I choose to fail. I okay, don't you, <laughs> I don't care. Okay. No, Let that's her pocket fair. some. I also pocket some. <laughs> okay, 
So I actually would like to know. I I would like to know there. if pocket some actually. The royal because crown strikes again. Not not so that he can't have it, <laughs> but so that I know that he's doing crime stuff. Because I mean, we could always say, oh, maybe that's you. True. You know, we exchange, you know, meaningful glances. Yeah, like, if you're no. fine with me knowing, then I'm fine with you knowing. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Prisoner's dilemma. <laughs> so, the, the two of you exchange glances as a few vials go missing, and I you're oblivious I just, looking I over. I not pay attention. I'm yeah, no, that's job. fair. That's fair. You're looking over some notes and mm. checking some other boxes. And as the two of you pocket a few... And then I assume we come from the person. Well, so are there any permits for some high potency aether? I like show off this with my hand on the rest of them. The weird looks. I don't know where that came from. That wasn't here. That uh, it's not mine. Did we have pictures of them bringing stuff in? Yeah, you can have. Right, because I think the guy showed us. Yeah. So like, can we like show pictures and it's like them or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, this says otherwise. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. That's that. That could be any quantity of ether in there. It's who knows? It's these bottles. You know, I'm. I'm not telling you how to do your jobs. Hey. What are you building? We all know what's going on here. Why bother lying to us about it? Doesn't that doesn't that hurt your own self-image? <laughs> hey, I'm just uh, trying to do a day's work here, you know. Oh, are you the owner of this establishment? Yes. Well, uh, I think you're responsible for anything that we might find around here. Okay, okay, I can see what you guys want. Uh, what if I give you a few vials and some gold and we, you know, call it a deal? I can see your Orzov, you know, a, a donation to the church, maybe. Are you saying, are you oh, infringing my work ethic? <laughs> you saying I can't make an honest day's living? The Orzov make a wonderful living. We, I give freely to the church all the time. I'm just saying. I feel like we're supposed to fight the giant <laughs> robot suit. But maybe you should just tell us what's going on. I, I, I don't want you to... We, we've been working on this suit for a long time. I would, I would talk really prefer you not to touch the suit. Uh, what, what would I'm you... Gonna, I'm going to walk... I'm going to start walking over to the suit. I'm, I'm going to start walking over to it. Wait, hold, hold up now. Hold up now. Hold up now. I, I'm going to keep walking until he starts just, talking. Just... What kind of donation do you want, then? The truth. What... What truth? Tell us what's going on here. There is only one truth. Okay. I couldn't remember. We might have come into contact with some, uh, you know, aether. Someone was selling some high potency stuff. Uh, a merfolk with a bronze man's mask, a screaming face. He was selling some high potency aether on uh, credit. Nobody sells this stuff on credit. You know how hard it is to get permits for this stuff even? Selling it on credit. All he wanted us to do was a little bit of research on some new suits for him. Large ones. Too mm. large for anybody around here. That's all I know. But 
Yeah. Do you have them here, or is it just a smaller version? Uh, this is one of our prototypes, but he wanted, like, suits for centaurs and giants, suits for cyclopses, minotaurs, all sorts of suits. Like, most mech suits are for humans or goblins or, you know, those of us who don't have as high a base strength, who aren't born as strong. But he's wanting some suits for creatures of larger scale. Is there such a market for that? Well, this is a uh, merfolk, right? So probably... Wait, no, those guys don't want to kill everything. I mean, I think they might want them to dive on with the merfolk, it seems, or do some power invasion. I think invasion. probably what's going to happen is they're going to try to kill the city. This uh, is like a war thing that's happening. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna touch the suit though, like I'm gonna put my hand on it. So yeah, you can. Okay. It's just because it's just it, it like hums with power and machinery. Just because they told me not to touch it. <laughs> that's so fair. I'm gonna touch that's it. That's fair. <laughs> is this all we need to know? Uh, well. Do you have means of contact with Merfolk? Uh, he gave me a address to drop the suits at when I was done, and he said if I didn't leave it there, that there would be consequences. You don't Sounds you don't like you risk... could use our protection then. You should come with us. Well, you don't you don't risk con angering a guy who gives out ether at that price. That's these powerful people who can come up with that kind of cash and yeah, but we're well, also connected to powerful people. Well, the way I see it, either we bust you here and you don't deliver the suits and therefore get in trouble with them and us, or you work with us, you deliver the suits, don't get in trouble with them, and, you know, they get in trouble with us, and we, you know, make sure that the justice is served and it doesn't concern you. Okay, okay. That's, yeah, yeah. As long as it doesn't concern me, I'll keep going with my work here and, uh... Yeah, you guys, you guys can watch from a safe distance as long as I'm not interrupted and I can go about my business when this is all done. Yeah, I think we can have some people watching this warehouse and when you'll tell us you'll be delivering the goods, then we can proceed onward. What's the address? Um, he scribbles down an address for you guys. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think our resolution here is that, you know, we convince him to yeah. work with us so that we can get more info on the Merfolk that apparently that's, you know, seems to be the bigger fish here and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll let him off with a, you know, smaller slap on the wrist for that and, you yeah. yeah, I think that's what we'll be presenting the sergeant here. You know, put some people that will be eyeballing them to make sure that they don't just book it and yes. yeah. Okay. Alright, yeah. Let's go uh, figure out what we're doing next. Mm. I mean, I don't want the city to be destroyed. I have my stuff here. Definitely. Yes, we should head back and regroup. Is that going to be it? Yeah. yeah. I was Ian. Peter. Devin. Yeah, Nicole. And this is sponsored by Nobody, signing off. <laughs> <laughs>